Listening to Podcast 118, a Hey Arnold re-education, where every week two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon Hey Arnold. I'm one of your hosts who is not 13 years old and still in the fourth grade, Michael Asuncion. And my name is Torvald. That works too. Hi Torvald. Nice to have you on board. You're, you're half as smart as I here. think you are. Sean. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've always sought that approval from my mom, who works nights at the chicken strip shop. At the at a Raising Cane's. We're, we're just going to headcanon that. Oh! Raising mom. Cane's, let's go, baby. Where, where theoretically, those chicken fingers could sell themselves, based on this sauce alone. Yes. Possibly. Yeah. No. <laughs> Raising Cane's could beat the shit out of Chick-fil-A in a fight. Bruh. Easy. I'll take that. Dude, does Chick-fil-A even just sell fingers? If you fingies? disagree... Yeah, they don't even need to do anything. Well, they have, they have a sandwich, which is just the fingers okay. put into the sandwich. It's not like a patty or anything. Yeah. Uh, but if you disagree and you think that Chick-fil-A is better than Raising Cane's, uh, A, you're wrong. But if you want to uh, speak to a cement wall because you're <laughs> wrong, email us at pc118pod at gmail.com. And I'll beat you up because I'm Torvald. If Joey is going to Chick-fil-A and you punch out three of his teeth so he can't eat Chick-fil-A, how many teeth does he have left? <laughs> Uh, thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, we'll see. Let me let me go the requisite plugs real quick, and then we'll get into the the hilarity and the the heart of it all. So be sure to yeah, if you're not already listening, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. You are listening, but these are the other ways you could listen if you felt so inclined to do so. The show's getting out there, so we're really stoked, and I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, so thank you to all of. The mm-hmm. randos and the strangers who are doing so, and our friends who we are trying to radicalize into disliking Arnold nearly as even just a fraction yeah. of as much as we do. So thank you for that. And check hey us out Arnold! on and check check us out on Twitter and Instagram at PC One Eighteen Pod, where uh, the pithy caption game is only growing stronger. Yeah, let's get right into episode fourteen, part A, tutoring Torvald. Originally aired October twenty eighth, nineteen ninety six. Written by Joanne Salebear, directed by Sherm Cohen, Sherm Cohen and Larry Likelighter, in which Arnold must tutor a 13-year-old fourth-grade bully in math, much to his dismay. <laughs> what, were you, what was your relationship like with math as a kid, John? I definitely memorized the uh, the times tables. That I works. do whatever crazy shit Arnold That was, was super convoluted. Uh, I tried to follow it. I took a screen cap was... of the chalk calculations. No. I'm like, nah. Was that Common Core before Common Core? I don't even... We I... I... Yeah. In my ripe age of 22, I didn't do Common Core. Wait, 26, I didn't do Common Core. You you had Christian Core math. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Carry the Jesus. If Jesus Jesus has four loaves of bread and five bushels of fish and and premarital sex is a sin, uh, how many many Planned Parenthoods do we need to blow up and boycott? (laughs) Well, it's the... (laughs) Carry the four. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I like how your Torvald is essentially like a grizzled, totally Kyle. Thank you. Like, one, Thank you so much. One time. Voice acting is my passion. <laughs> one time. <laughs> Spider. In my room. 
and I saw a spider. And I was like, whoa, spider. And the spider, and the spider was, like, was like, whoa, Kyle. <laughs> we do not condone Drake Bell in any no, sh- no, way, so shape, or form. Fuck that guy. I think Dan Schneider also needs to be taken to task as well, but that's a whole other Nickelodeon yeah, rabbit hole conversation. Fuck that well. guy. Uh, but please check out Jeanette McCurdy's uh, best-selling, I think, by now. I'm glad my mom died. I'd, I want to check it out in addition to Josh Peck's book. But, yeah, that's mm. that's the Nickelodeon folks keeping it real endorsement for this. Uh, yeah, this one is interesting. I realize it's the first time Arnold is kind of forced to help someone out. And he's really not crazy about mm. it for the majority of the episode. So it's nice to see that like begrudging. And he doesn't really, he's, he kind of tries to roll with it, but he's, I think it's clear from the jump that he's really apprehensive about Torvald and gets quickly mm-hmm. fed up with him. So I, I appreciated seeing that like, yeah, like, you know, he's, it's not all sage like advice and, you know, saintly behavior, our beloved yeah. Arnold. I mean, it's not often that Arnold initiates his altruism, mm-hmm. he's always just kind of forced into it. Miss Slovak tries to make the yeah. best of it. Miss Slovak so. literally put him up to it, and I think this is the first time we actually yeah. see her. So, <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which which begs the question: We've seen Arnold's. I mean, it could be just one of those. Oh, the camera wasn't pointing that direction. Like Torvald could have been there the whole time. But I'm wondering if Torvald has been in Miss Slovak's class for like four or three years running. So much so to the point where he feels he went through the trouble of pasting taping a picture of her to his ceiling so he could shoot like suction cup darts at it <laughs> yeah yeah there's there's deep-seated in there. <laughs> maybe it's her fault in the in the first place did kids did they hold kids back at your school was that like a possible consequence of any of ever because i've heard i've heard talk where it happens in elementary not in middle school but then they can hold you back again in high school <laughs> i don't remember yeah um i don't really think so yeah we had some kids held back at our yeah. at our elementary school. And then we know somebody mm-hmm. who was held back, yeah, like got held back in elementary school. And then by the time we got to high school, he was like technically a super senior, but it's like by two degrees. So he was already like two years behind. Like he didn't graduate with us. Mm-hmm. So it definitely, there's precedent for things like this. Again, I think my favorite sequence of this episode is comes early on. It's just... Arnold trying to like tell Torvald why he should be good at at least somewhat have the basics of math like counting yes. addition and subtraction <laughs> yes <laughs> which yes oh my yes. god I, I can't and I, to this day I don't know which which vignettes the funniest the the NASA bit the the stock market or the <laughs> or the uh, the fast food really convoluted uh mopping there. instructions or table table cleaning they are all equal. <laughs> okay. The, the counting backwards, I think, is the most iconic for me. Like, that's the one I remember. Zero. Like, just his Zero. voice over the PA. <laughs> what is it? Like, Five, four, 27, uh, nine, <laughs> 27, 42. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> no. no! <laughs> It's a crash. The entire world economy is destroyed. (laughs) And I am not going to touch an impersonation of the uh, the the cafe owner. No, 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 no. So that one's all yours. Although, as (laughs) I I I won't touch that either. But I will say, as a 
as an avid consumer of, of Jollibee, which was recently voted the number one fried chicken in America, fast food fried chicken, I believe. Um, that place he was, wow. the place he was uh, hypothetically working at was called Yum Burger, which is just what they call hamburgers at Jollibee. Oh my God, Chicken Joy. Hell yeah. Oh, right, yeah. so then we transitioned to Arnold pulling up to Torvald's neighborhood and dude, people got shot in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. There were there were off screen deaths. Off screen, there was sirens, and then as he's walking up to Torvald's door in the alley, it's like, bum, bum, and then it goes, ah. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. scratch. Yeah. It's pretty sketch, dude. It characterizes. Tor- I the the tender part of me says that this entire sequence at his house does a lot of work to characterize true. the character so quickly. True. True. Like, as funny as it is to see it out of character, mm-hmm. like. We we thought that Arnold was inner city, but like Torvald no. was like inner yeah. city. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is which is actually really cool though. I mean, they're so good at this. Like, here's this person you're only gonna see in a full capacity once. We might bring them back for like yeah. a gag or whatever. But no, honestly, like you feel like you feel like Torvald's been there the whole time or whatever. Like he's just so. And again, they're able to do this in eleven minutes, which is crazy. Yeah, you get everything absolutely. that he's uh, that he's and about. Oh, I mean, what he wants, what he needs, all that stuff. Yeah, and you kind of over the course of it, you see that he does have like a special relationship with his mom, even though the start of it feels one way. And I don't know, you you don't really get any semblance of one way or the other if she's a single parent or not. Mm-hmm. But just based on what you get, if you don't think any extra, like you only witness a single parent for Torvald, and like the pride that she has for him not even like faking it either no like, she's totally that, like a c mm-hmm. is exciting like that he's good enough to yeah. get the grade that passes like there's there's something tender about it it she's is doing her best it is make me proud but she smokes too much yeah tor torvi <laughs> your friend's here goodbye son <laughs> make, make me, me proud, proud. <laughs> it's all those chicken fingers it's all the breading kind of scratches up scratches yeah, up the throat the is. esophagus Arnold also drew some cute dogs. They were. They were. He drew really cute puppies. Was it as yeah. was it as cute as the cave painting dog that Brainy drew on the side of the Elk Island Weez and Ed cave in the last episode? Not as cute as that dog, okay. but maybe as cute as the Brainy drawing. One there. less puppy. Was that the right answer to the question too? What was, what was, what, was the, what was the prompt? Five puppies. I think it was something about yeah. like I think it was a twenty percent based maybe question. I don't okay know if it was the answer okay but well okay maybe that maybe was that... little like first inkling of i was gonna say do math i was gonna say it's not math it's very oh, yeah. it's very it's karate kid-esque and like here's the way he actually can learn or whatever like ultimately and i don't know if we can call this if this i actually want to bring this to you if this qualifies for hate arnold in that like is it okay for arnold to capitalize on torvald's predilection for delinquent slash criminal slash violent behavior to help him understand math or is that just him being a good teacher i think because he prefaced it with as long as you don't beat up my friends (laughs) okay true true. (laughs) i think that's fine i think i guess i guess definitely trying to find his out the sooner i get him to pass the sooner i don't have to tutor him anymore (laughs) like that's but he goes into like He's like, hey, if Farmer Brown were to fence this TV, like, how much would he get for it at the pawn shop? Assuming he stole this TV. And, you know, Arnold already had his run in with uh, with Frankie G, so he knows a thing or two about stolen electronics. So let's give him let's give that to him. 
Right, this is the only reason I know Joey's name, because if Joey has 24 teeth and you punch out three, how many teeth does he does he have left? 21. I just wrote, like, the entire bit from The Office where, what's it called? Like, they're on the bus and they, they ask Kevin to do math. And oh, he yeah. And suddenly do math when it's related to pies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> salads. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. What if it were salads? <laughs> yes. Actually, yeah, that reminds me. Did you see, uh, have you seen Neighbors 2? In, in Neighbors 2, you find out that, like, Zac Efron's character, who is just, like, this, like, lunkhead, like, guy who peaked in college, like, he's only good at math as it pertains to weed. And he's like, no, nah, I suck at math. Uh, I'm, yeah. good, I'm good at weed. <laughs> and he's like, no, just what about, pretend you're talking about <laughs> steaks. He's like, well, why would I be measuring grams of steak? <laughs> like, are we talking burgers? Or <laughs> <laughs> Torvald, Torvald's great. His, his, voice, his voice performance is really good, too. This is very earnest. Mm-hmm. The character design's really, it's kind of like. He's impassioned. He, he truly is. It's, I mean, as far as. There's so I think if there's anything that Hey Arnold does really cool, it's like there's so many different ways to draw a bully character, because there's actually a lot of bullies on this show. Yeah, yeah, his little yeah. do rag, his you know his big ass boots and everything, his leather jacket. Mm-hmm. It's just stays with you. Oh, and the, he's got like the Helga unibrow thing mm-hmm. as well. I think the main I think the main yeah. lesson for this one is C's I get also, C's get degrees. Yeah, I I particularly enjoy that this episode didn't end with the bully like going back to his old regressing yeah right you get the uh you get a little bit of a split between i mean this episode was the stoop kid treatment right yes Uh, yeah in this one it does seem like torvald's last last scene that we get is him actually being proud of what he accomplished he was genuinely happy yeah for and like to like you know he really wanted to like make his mom proud and everything and it was kind of a the most romantic version of this this story ending absolutely yeah, and like we didn't we didn't sit on it too long, but that line he delivers in his in his kitchen, like mm. I wish I was half as good as my mom thinks I am, like. And I think, well done. The, yeah, again, the thing of kind of like that recurring theme of disappointment or whatever. Arnold's disappointed that he has to yeah. tutor Torvald. Torvald's disappointed that he's bad at math. He's also tired of disappointing his mom and all that and everything, or doesn't want to disappoint his mom. Runs with that, and yeah, it's that total like, hey man, sometimes just like getting through it is okay. Like it would have been really mm-hmm. disingenuous if all of a sudden Torvald pulled like an A plus and exactly yeah it yeah, felt it felt tangible satisfying and it felt deserved and it felt right yeah, yeah. especially because he has that like crisis crisis of conscience the night before and really doesn't think yeah. he can do it and, and all that yeah mm-hmm. yeah I definitely felt that math is bogus at one point in my yeah. multiple points in my childhood so I I see you Torvald I truly do. That's that's that brings us to episode fourteen, part B. Gerald comes over, uh, written by Craig Bartlett and Rachel Littman, directed by Bert Ring and Julie Murphy Hashiguchi. Uh, first off, this definitely takes place before Door Sixteen, cause like Gerald has like a passing familiarity with the border. So let's just let's just fix the timeline there a little bit. Gerald visits Arnold's boarding house and meets the eccentric boarders. I I'd say this captures the like universal childhood experience of. Like, how weird it is to go to your friend's house for the first time or to just see the stark mm. differences in how you live versus how your friends or other people live, the rules, the customs, yeah. things like that. Yeah, you get a good juxtaposition of daily life for both of them. And I feel like their individual frustrations in their kind of day-to-day life are both warranted. Right, but yeah. But also the, like, silver lining they see from one another also feels very genuine from, That's from true. the character perspective. That's too. true. 
because we start with like Gerald literally burying his like hand, his face in his hands, like embarrassed for his family's shenanigans at the table, like Jamie O being Jamie O, yeah. and like Timberly the Pink Ranger and everything. And Timberly is definitely <laughs> a weeb. A little bit, a little bit. She a hundred percent is a weeb. <laughs> Morph the power suckers. Mister Johansson just calling family meetings about electricity with company over. <laughs> Yeah. He's yeah. quite the stickler. Yeah. He's quite the Who stickler. Who has any suggestions? Power saving suggestions. <laughs> I think. I think. I also think Gerald's parents are super cute, though. No, I think. I think so too. Yeah. Typically, that's a foul penalty. Two minutes of timeout. It, it is a very like quirky, very sitcom-ish like family existence that he has. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like Arnold is just super content he has that face during the whole food fight there's like that's the resting arnold face at least season one resting arnold face yeah (laughs) i feel like saying for good reason is a little bit rude in this context but Mm. like i get it yeah like (laughs) arnold's life as we've seen almost every episode that has a heavy border focus is work (laughs) (laughs) yeah like, like, like it doesn't seem like he gets to have much or as much time for fun as jazz his classmates do or would yeah not so much it's it's quite a bit i'm changing my life oscar i'm sticking <laughs> up for myself <laughs> oh my darling oh, oh, my da- da- <laughs> they use the same uh they reuse the dialogue from door 16 like every morning with this yeah. traffic job I'm like hey 13 bonus yeah. one bathroom you do the math <laughs> <laughs> I like his uh, Arnold's disclaimer is probably my favorite line of this. Well, besides the whole like Mr. Yeah. Purdy chicken dialogue, like I wish I had that written down just so we could re reenact our rendition of it. Like, it's out of nowhere. Out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. I remember the times at times the things you see may confuse or frighten you. But remember, everyone is essentially harmless. You've been warned. Yeah, well. Per, like I think that was actually like what that's someone who worked on the show. I think his name's Joseph Purdy or something. But yeah, like I think that was just him mm. in that like just like how Steve Vixton voices Oscar. But it's so it's such an odd exchange. And in my head, because we're just watching Gerald's live reactions, listening in, I always thought that yeah. because like each well, I guess it depends on the house because it some some places it looks like it's just one room. But Mr. Wynn, I think has more than one room in his place like i always thought that arnold was stepping into like a dark space and that's why he couldn't see the chicken and he could only go yeah. off of hearing yeah. the chicken like oh, 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 oh. What? grown man with a chicken <laughs> it's kind of like i'm really i'm really creeped out skeeved out by like that you just i don't know it's even worse than like mr smith like mr purdy is way more creepy to me <laughs> in my head canon yeah I'm trying to find the dialogue. Like I'm, I'm just googling oh, as much as I can. And I just, I can't oh, see. the rent! Uh, listen, can I get it to you tomorrow? Are they, when we get the debut of, I think maybe statistically the grandma, the Pukisona we see most often, which is Buana with the, pit, the little pith helmet. Colonel, yeah. she refers to Gerald as Colonel Binghamton. <laughs> it's cute. I mean, you know, it, it's cute. I mean, I love it when like grandparents have like nicknames for their kids. So she calls Arnold Kimba when she's in this mode and stuff and. Come on in, Kimba. <laughs> we get a re- another recycle. And he just goes right for it. She does. She, he does. He does. And we get another recycle of kill the umpire. It's like I just felt like they. It's I just love it. They're like we need something weird to hear off screen. Let's just use this. <laughs> Let's just throw throw this in there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring it back. Whatever. 
very odd visuals. I'm just giving you this three three pack here of <laughs> Wait, wait, you owned a cat. Like do your hands ever actually get that furry, depending on the cat? No. Okay, okay. No. Okay. Definitely not. No. Alright. But also I get the feeling that grandpa's using the cat to dry his as a towel. As a towel pro okay. Yeah. That cat looks like Which is like feral. Yeah, that looks like just like yeah. a stray. Yeah. I never really look, took a good look at the cat until now, but snarly. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> Gross. Gross. Yeah, Gross. a little bit. Next song. Okay. Uh, I do like the the. We get we finally get the explanation for uh, Mr. Wynn's banana wallpaper. Arnold and Gerald did it. And, and they I, tried tile sixteen. Oh no, twelve times. Yeah, six. I thought it was sixteen times. Because nobody actually pays their rent. Maybe just, what, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody actually pays their rent in this episode. Like they're all like, they're all kind of like deadbeats, <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> Again, that disappointment angle. Like they collectively they earn yeah. like twenty five cents Wait each. Wait till tomorrow, Arnold. I think nothing could be worse than that dime guy. <laughs> that guy, man, he was creepy. Burn. Yeah, <laughs> and he <laughs> likes you. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the Oscar, the Oscar Susie motif, of course. Mm hmm. Love it. This is my favorite Oscar Susie fight so far. Oh, it is because like. Uh, she was. She could yeah, have married mostly, an orthodontist. Because of, he was an orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always fight if we know we're just gonna, gonna make, make up? up? That is that is peak Oscar. Like oh oh no oh he hit the chicken. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> the best part about Ernie is like he doesn't use like a sledgehammer with like a metal, and he just uses a straight wooden mallet, like like. Gallagher, like that, the comedian who would smash all the yeah. watermelons, like, yeah, oh yeah. my god, yeah, again, this is just like, I mean, it's, yeah, this is uh, because it's weird because we've already had so much. We've had, like, I feel like they should have put this in within like the first five episodes or something because we got an Oscar centric episode, we got Ern, we got an Ernie centric episode, we got Arnold's Christmas and Mr. Wynn. So, like, seeing this after that kind of undercuts like all those more like in depth character studies of the borders. But you know, I think yeah. that's probably just was more of like a production or a network issue or whatever. But yeah, this is, yeah. I guess, we're meant to more experience it through Gerald's eyes more so than Arnold's. Like, Arnold already knows everyone to be so. this way. Whereas, yeah, but Gerald's totally cool with it. Like, and yeah, they have the same experience. They're like, dude, your house fucking kicks ass. Like, yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Let's sleep on these cots yeah. on your roof for no reason. <laughs> and possibly get, wake up with colds. Not at all what I would decide to do, especially when you have a badass yeah. room like Arnold's. Maybe, Just put sleeping bags on the floor, you ding dong. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe there was some off screen continuity stuff going on maybe uh maybe oscar took the took the bed again you take it tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> i take Arnold the bed for an asshole i take the bed for tonight but Arnold, i have to practice that's <laughs> <laughs> too bad you probably should have studied <laughs> <laughs> well guess we're watching that episode again <laughs> probably probably i guess so so yeah, again, it's been an interesting. It it's too we good. did, we did. We've had it's been it's been good since Arnold's mm -hmm. Christmas. It's a season one is coming, drawing close to a close. We only have se I don't know seven episodes left, something along those lines. We're kind of we're coming into the home stretch of it, oh. so it's interesting to see wow. the shows. They're I think they're actually like getting to a point where they're starting to experiment more with stories and things like that, stories, characterizations, and pairings and. 
things of that nature. So if it's starting to feel like, even if it starts to feel like scattershot, it also does feel more, a little bit more adventurous and a little bit more like experimental. So it's interesting to be where we're at in the season with it so far. It's been fun. All right, folks. So thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, and you can, again, you can always follow along on the show on Hulu, Paramount Plus, or on DVD like I do at times. I kind of do both because uh, I can't do sub- – there's no subtitles on my DVD, so that kind of sucks. So then I usually watch it twice on Hulu. <laughs> um, so please join us next time for Episode 15, Spelling Bee slash Pigeon Man, an all-timer if there ever was one. I hope you yes. have no qualms about following our show. How do you spell qualm? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Um, so, yeah. just and don't look it up, cheaters. Nope. Or bribe someone so they can buy the Tone Master 2000 for four ninety nine ninety five, <laughs> where you'd even have change left over. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, sorry, sorry. Anyways, so remember, sometimes a C is perfectly fine. Um, no matter how everybody has a different living situation, and that's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay your rent on time. That's another. That's another life Do lesson. That. That's important. That, that's a lesson. Yes. And don't use a cat as a towel. Cats are not hand towels, and never eat raspberries. Mm-hmm.